And then I think it's also really important. I spoke about this on Instagram recently. to like, okay, so if, so let's say you do indulge, let it go. Like, do not start that shame spiral. Cause a very common thing that will happen is like, someone will come to me and be like, well, I ate a whole like thing of almond butter. Cause I was like, trying not to do sugar. And then I did that. And now I feel terrible. And you know, I, I woke up the next day saying, oh, I'm going to like not eat or, you know, it, it kicks off this crazy downward spiral and you just, now you've ruined days when you could have just chilled out, paused, let it go and move on from it. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Black Boat Beauty Radio. Today's guest is Allison Mars. Allison is a nutritional therapy practitioner. She's a mindset coach, a food blogger, and an entrepreneurial mommy who has the most amazingly infectious energy that immediately makes you want to be her friend. True story. Allison has helped hundreds of women to heal digestion issues, optimize hormone health, and brings joy into the process of creating a lifestyle that is fueled with optimal nutrition. She's so passionate about using food as medicine with fun included in the process of cooking, meal prepping, and overall just choosing foods that nourish the body. In this super fun talk, we discuss how she up-leveled her healing process with Hashimoto's, her inspiration to becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner, why she views food as medicine, why mindset is a major player in having healthy relationships with your body and your diet, her powerfully effective methodologies to fortify mindset, Savory Starts, Allison's Breakfast Foods that Optimize Blood Sugar Levels and Energy Levels, Allison's Easy Stress-Free Tips to Create a Lifestyle Fueled with Optimal Nutrition, Why Controlling Your Blood Sugar Levels Are So Important, Mindful Eating, the Important Health and Mindset Benefits that Come with Mindful Eating, Allison's five-day mindful eating challenge and her mindful eat six-week program. We talk about how to recognize when you are emotionally eating and what you can do to avoid the pitfall that can come with that. The power of eliminating guilt and shame from your diet and food choices and so much more. I dare all of you listening to check out Allison's uh, IG profile, Food by Mars. It's in the show notes. And not immediately want to learn more from her. She's the perfect blend of sweet, authentic, and powerful with her brilliant approach to taking the best care of your body and health by way of mindset and nutrition. I love this talk big time, you guys, and I trust that you will too. Enjoy. Boom. We're recording. Hi. Hi. (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) For you, have such great energy. I have to say, it's like... It, you know, we've been connected now through our girl, Gabrielle, for, yes. you know, like a handful of months, right? Since last fall. And, you know, we've really been exchanging more so on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I have to just say that, you know, you really have an energy that comes out of the screen, girl, like Aww. with your stories and your posts. And it's something that I really appreciate because, you know, good energy is, I mean, that's what it's about, right? You're so, so sweet. I feel the same way about you. It's like contagious, your yeah. positivity and running around on the beach, making me feel like <laughs> I need to get on a plane immediately. <laughs> you know, what's funny about that is that you know, so many people comment about, you know, the beach runs. I mean, I've literally been away from home where I'm not running the beach and I'll get DMs like miss your beach runs. And it's funny because you know, we're living vicariously for you. <laughs> it's awesome. Cause sometimes I'm like, it's probably redundant, but you know what? I'm here to share lifestyle. So whatever, this is what's happening, you know, but it's cool to know that it's infectious and, you know, and you know, it, it does something positive for people. So that, that feels good. Absolutely. So, Wait, so question, yeah. uh, Gabrielle and you, you guys go back a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Quite a few years. Mm-hmm. How was she, she's your doctor or. Gabrielle? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we actually met, um, because I was going to this like thyroid yoga event. I don't know. Um, if you know, the name is escaping me right now. Fern Olivia. Um, she has, she has, so she has like a thyroid yoga program and she was doing this like day retreat and Gabrielle was speaking. And I remember like, I was like, Oh, like, I'm sure it's going to be about like gut health or whatever. Like I, I felt like I knew it was going to be about, and, um, she just like blew me away with everything that she knows about protein and muscle and how that affects the thyroid and all the other stuff. And it's just something that no one else still is no one's yeah. really talking about to that extent because it's such a loaded topic. But um, I just like fell in love with her. I was like, oh my God, you're so smart and just so amazing. And we've been, you know, friends and she's helped treat me as my doctor for years now. So very- That's amazing. Serendipitously, yeah, happened. It was perfect. She's incredible. So back mm-hmm. then, did you, because you have an autoimmune issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hashimoto's, is that right? Yeah, so I have Hashimoto's autoimmune disease. uh, So it affects the thyroid. And so it's hypothyroid, like it's underperforming. Right. So back then, um, you know, at the time she wasn't your doctor and then she basically helped you to kind of Mm -hmm. get into the state where you are now, which is you're doing, you're kicking butt with it, right? Essentially, that's what it feels like. I am. I'm really happy that I've been able to uh, get it into remission. I was able to have a baby, which was something I was never sure if that would be possible for me. And so when I had first met Gabrielle, I um, I had like just been diagnosed, I think. And so I was really just starting on the road and collecting all this data because anyone with autoimmune disease or chronic illness knows you kind of have to be a part-time doctor and nutritionist yourself <laughs> just totally. from all the research you have to do. And it it is good because you do need to be your own health advocate. And that's something I'm always hoping, you know, people will pick up on is like, really, you know, you have to do your homework and you have to ask questions and build your team of support and practitioners. So Mm -hmm. that's certainly what I've done. And, uh, you know, so at that time I was just still kind of collecting and figure things out and and doing stuff. So, yeah. Is that, so when did you become a uh, nutritional therapy practitioner? Yeah. Um, I would say that happened a few years ago and that was already like a couple years after I met Gabrielle. Um, I first started out as a health coach and, um, that was, that was good, you know, foot in the door and all that great stuff. But then I really wanted to go deeper into really how food can be medicine Yes, uh, and learn more about the science of it and what is it doing, especially, you know, hearing people like Gabrielle speak about, you know, what protein is doing to your muscle and how that's all interrelated to the rest of your body. And so I just wanted that deep understanding. So I went to the nutritional therapy association for that and it was fabulous. I felt much more confident in my own healing journey. I would say that really up leveled my own healing journey for sure. And then uh, that of my clients and my practice. So it was a great experience. And then I would say, uh, you know, along the way, along the journey, and I blog about this for anyone with Hashimoto's or autoimmune, if you're curious on like the stuff I've done, I've pretty much done it all because I was obsessed and just (laughs) really trying to figure out all the different things. There's so much new information coming out all the time of like, try this, try this. Uh, So I have that on my blog, but, but separately, the other really big piece I would say was just like the stress management, the mindset stuff Mm -hmm. like that is so huge. So I, um, I got really big into that because I, I was eating well. I, you know, I was doing all that. I was doing the anti-inflammatory diets and the AIP diet and paleo and all this good stuff. And that was serving me very well. But, you know, then I got to a certain point where I was like, okay, but I'm still not in remission. I'm, Mm -hmm. I still don't think I'm like all figured out. I have PCOS as well. And like just other hormonal imbalances that I didn't feel like I could get pregnant and have a baby. And I still had some symptoms. So um, the mindset stuff was what took me the rest of the way there. So it's not always the sexiest thing. And when people come to me and I'm like, girl, you need to get your stress in check or you need to meditate. And they're like, no, but really what diet do I need to be on? And I'm like, no, really listen to what I just said. <laughs> no, I, I'm like seriously high-fiving you because, you know, I mean, that's a huge piece to everything I speak to with my brand. It's, it's all about, you know, mindset really rules all, right? It's, it's, I I believe that wherever we're looking is where we're going and how we manage, 
you know, I kind of frame it like this, like everything in life is just information. And Mm -hmm. what separates us as humans is two things, Mm -hmm. the information that we choose to invite into our life. Right. Mm -hmm. And obviously sometimes we're not inviting information. It's just kind of our environment, our surroundings. So then the other part is how we respond or react to the information that we are experiencing in our life. And ultimately that is the difference in my mind, you know? So having a mindset that is going to be supportive, I I frame it as like being on your team, uh, you know, to, to, to move through your life with is, is so essential, you know, autoimmune issue or not, but obviously in this case, like you said, you're doing all the right things, but if you're not managing, you know, this aspect over here, um, yeah, you're only going to go so far. So that's rad. That's rad that you, you know, you, you, you sense that you captured it and then you became a mindset coach as well too. Cause that's part of your practice as well. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I became a registered yoga teacher. I really dove into the meditation and the breathing part mm. and just really just <laughs> read all the books on like self-compassion <laughs> and, um, a book I really love is called the loving diet by Jessica Flanagan. Uh, and Dr. Keisha Ewers is also amazing. So just like all these gurus, um, in the space, anatomy of the spirit is also an amazing book if, if you're into that. And so I just kind of dove into that and started journaling a lot and incorporating gratitude journals and figuring out my stuff. Because I think another pitfall that we have is like, you know, it's for protection, I think, right? Like we numb ourselves or put things away, mm-hmm. um, that we don't want to deal with, or what are we going to do? Like deal with it every single day? No, we have like lives to get on with and, and we can't always just think about our, uh, traumas or right. emotional baggage or whatever. And so when people would say like mm, autoimmunity and like emotional trauma, and I'm like, what? nothing happened. Like I'm fine with it. Nothing like that. So I think sometimes a pitfall is that we can segment things so much and get so busy in our day to day that we're so disconnected from the stress and the baggage that we're carrying on. So, you know, you could be listening to this and think like, no, I can't think of anything at all. And it's like, well, sit with yourself a little while. And like, that's kind of the power of meditation and the power of journaling is stuff might just come out. Um, and that's what happened to me because I'm very, you know, New Yorker, go, go, go type A, like everything's fine. I'm going places. I'm optimistic. You know, I'm, I'm not letting anything get to me, which is all well and good. But when you're trying to heal and you're trying to do all this work, you kind of have to look in those corners that maybe you put some stuff and didn't look again <laughs> for a while. <laughs> just good to get in front of that. So yeah, check it. I know. I love that you're speaking in my heart. You know, my audience certainly knows, I mean, two of my greatest methodologies that I essentially kind of prescribe for living a very empowered life, living a a life where you feel great and you can kick ass in is, you know, meditation and journaling, because I've been writing for the majority of my life. I have over 20 years of writing and it's not a, it's, it's not, um, Oh, I need to sit down and journal. It's like, no, no, I have to write. It's a, it's my favorite room. That's how I frame it. And, uh, it's a date with myself as is meditation. And I, it's, you're so right. It's, it's, it's literally, uh, you know, we're always, and now more than ever, it's like, we're just moving fast, faster and faster. And we have so much coming at us. So to, 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 to make this time just for yourself to sit and listen, and it, it doesn't have to be profound. Like it may very well not be in this day and this day, but all of a sudden over here on this day, you're like, Whoa, where did that come thing? from? <laughs> right. I don't even know I had that. I don't even know I was still pissed about that. What? Like so, Oh, so much. Yes. It's so interesting. Yes. That's amazing. So, okay. So you, from that point, I'm so interested. There's something that you, you, you talk about a lot or you post about, um, on your Instagram, it's kind of savory starts. So the reason oh, why yeah. I, I love this so much, you know why? Because, <laughs> well, and we're kind of like, we're thinking about, I, I imagine that your meditation and your journaling is done in the morning. Is that? Yeah. My, uh, at least my gratitude journaling is now with the okay. baby. So I have a, an eight month old and, um, not so easy to meditate in the morning. Now <laughs> I do that more so after I put her to bed, but yes, That's gratitude bad. journaling happening in the morning. So you just make some time for you in the morning. You have that as kind yes. of an ongoing ritual and that has been very helpful to your healing process and really just like anchoring you and anchoring Allison and Allison. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I also read, I forget where I read it recently, but um, in the first 20 minutes of waking to Mm -hmm. do gratitude is extremely powerful. And the article that I was reading was just talking about how it essentially rewires the brain and that that's the first thing that you do, like not looking at your phone, Mm -hmm. you know, not doing any of this other stuff. So I just like drink my water and I'm doing the gratitude. And you know, baby girl is next to me crawling around on the bed or whatever, but it's cute because it's goodbye to rub that off on her. Yeah. I love that. And it just takes less than five minutes. It takes nothing at all, but to start off thinking about all the wonderful things that you have in your life instead of, Oh, I have so much to do. I have to look at my calendar. When's my first call? It's like, don't take the two seconds to not do that and do the gratitude. So yes, that is my morning thing. For sure. I love that. I love that. And I, so I'm with you on that because my morning ritual, you know, for just to kind of position it in that way, because it is very kind of mystical. It's quiet. I don't play music. I don't, I don't talk. Um, I just, I need to dive into self and, I, I say that a lot to to my clients as well. What are the first thoughts that you're thinking of? And not from a judgmental place, but just to really pay attention because this is really a very important part of your day. Your mind is like fresh and starting to pay attention to where your thoughts are. And then and then the next step is starting to, you know, be able to what I call positive architecting, you know, reframing things that are disempowering, that don't feel good and leading you in more of a direction that is empowering. So I love that. Um, the next thing, and this goes back to savory starts is, you know, you, so when we think of breakfast, cause food's obviously going to be a big part of this conversation with you. I swear yeah. right, your, your food always makes me hungry. FYI. <laughs> oh, good, I'm glad. It's so beautiful. Do you take all those pictures yourself? I do. Yeah. You, one, one you of my are, loves. <laughs> you're so talented. <laughs> Seriously. You. Yeah. So, you know, when we think of breakfast, um, yeah. You know, when most people think of breakfast, yes. typically it's like something bready, something sweet not savory. Yeah. My breakfast is savory, but I would love you to just kind of open that up a bit. Like what is your savory start and, and why is that so important? You know, why do you choose savory over sweet? Yeah. That, that's a fabulous question. Uh, yeah, I'm the hashtag start savory girl. It's like an obsession on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, so what a normal breakfast will look like is like lunch or dinner is what I normally say. Um, because to your point, it's like, especially in America and just culturally, we're so used to cereal or a big fruit smoothie bowl, you know, was a craze and that was supposed to be super healthy and all these things. Um, I mean, what else? Like, yeah, waffles, pancakes, muffins, uh, exactly. Bagels, donuts, donuts. Yes. Yes. So all these like fried dough and high carb, you know, high Sugar. sugary uh, breakfast that really weigh us down. And so the issue with that is that it spikes our blood sugar. So we don't need all, obviously we know we don't need all that sugar, all that refined sugar, all that excess, right. In, in carbs and starchiness. Uh, so the second, that's our first decision of the day for our meal, we've spiked our blood sugar way, way up. Um, and so it only has way, way down to go because we went so high. And so this is where that blood sugar roller coaster comes into play. And this is where hypoglycemia comes in. This is where stressed adrenals come in because now your adrenals are activated because hypoglycemia is an emergency state that the body goes into. And when the body is in this emergency fight or flight state, it's recruiting the adrenals to come into play because it's concerned that you're going to faint or some, you know, something's going to happen. You need to get sugar immediately. So, you know, two things are happening internally. Your body is looking to create more glucose. Uh, and your brain is like, Oh my God, girl, you need more sugar, go get sugar. And you're like a kind bar or, you know, just like whatever, like you can find in a vending machine or whatever, something sweet is going to call out to you. It's very primal. Um, because you need a quick boost of energy before you faint. And so now this is your whole day. So when people are like, I'm hangry, ha ha ha. It's like, you're hypoglycemic. <laughs> I love that you say that. I, I Honestly, yeah. Allison, I don't ever get hangry. And that's good girl. <laughs> because my, yeah, I mean, I won't go so deep right now into my diet, but it's like, it's, let me, let me tell you, my breakfast is 
it was this morning and typically is a mm-hmm. bison, grass-fed bison patty, Beautiful. two six-minute eggs. Yes. And then I don't know if you've heard of the baru nuts yet, uh, but they're amazing. And they're just very- oh, wait, yeah, those big nuts. They're they're from uh, Brazil and Peru. Yes. And they those taste like, oh, they're high fiber, high protein. They're amazing. Because yeah. so, I, I like the crunch, you know, yeah. um, and not to mention, you know, it's it, it micronutrient micronutrient dense, but Absolutely. That, that's in a little avocado. So it's essentially no. like protein just fat. high protein, you know, I want to hit that muscle protein synthesis. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, and I'm pretty steady and you know, I'm very active. Yes. I, I typically eat like twice a day. I have dinner early oh, and then maybe yeah. sometimes there's a snack in between. But my point going back to the hangry is like, I, because I'm so, I'm not a big carb person. I'm not a sugar person at all. I literally don't experience that. If when I start to feel like I need fuel again, what mm-hmm. happens for me, the signals that I get, I yep. get really tired. I start to like, just come down energetically. Okay. And but that's, I, and that's like, yeah, like that's when you're, the blood sugar is going all the way down and now you're just kind of like low energy. Yeah. yeah. And then the minute I eat, I'm like, I'm good, you know? So, you know, but the attitude, the angry part, like you said, that's, that's a different story. Absolutely. And a lot of people um, think that that's like funny no- and normal, <laughs> normal, <laughs> funny, trendy. You know what it is? Cause I, I'll see it on like memes and like, it's so funny and it's so right? normal and it's like, ha ha. But like your body's going through like so much. It's not that funny. And so when I explain what's actually happening, people are like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> I scare the like seriousness into them. They're like, Oh my God, that's terrible. Oh my God, that's why I love um, you. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm like, yuck it up. But that's not that good for your adrenals. And then, you know, this is just such a cascade. Like once the adrenals are activated day after day, after day, after day, and that's just the sugar portion. Like we have stress, we have stressful lives, you know, our adrenals are being activated for that. So here we are overusing and overactivating the adrenals. We're beating them up. And then we wonder why we have all these hormonal issues, why we can't sleep, blah, 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 blah. If those are just downstream effects now of the blood sugar roller coaster, essentially. So blood sugar is a foundation absolutely that you can get a hold of and control with that very first meal of the day with your breakfast. So I love your breakfast. Mine is similar. It'll be like some turkey sausage. It was this morning that I posted with like, I had some sauteed Brussels sprouts. So it's usually like some kind of greens and meat or fish. Like that's it. It's very simple. Um, It's very simple to prep. I think people get nervous about prep. Like, what do I do? It's not easy. And it's like, no, it it really is. I promise because sauteed ground meat, as you know, um, takes like five minutes. It's it's so fast. So fast. Throw in some whatever, kale, like something. It's so quick. So I'm all about the hashes, the like quick sautés. It's good stuff. I know. I think that's another thing that I love about you and what you create and what you share is, you know, you really take this kitchen work and, you know, this, you know, ability to, to, to eat nutrient dense foods, you make it easy. You make it fun. I mean, you have, you have, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the word hack, but I feel like you have a (laughs) lot of great hacks. No, I I do. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, when just, because I think that it can be stressful and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so rad your approach to it, because you literally, you know, first of all, let's just back up a second and say, let's just say there's people listening who have autoimmune issues or, or even just like high stress life. Right. Cause that's yeah. very common. Now thinking about how to incorporate nutrient dense foods and like, how do you create this so that it's a lifestyle? Cause that's where we want to be. So we, you know, we're recording at pretty much mid, almost end of February. This is going to come out before March and, you know, research, research has proven that, you know, by the third month of the year, a lot of the new year resolutions, the habits, so all these habits of being healthy and eating good, like it's gone. It's out the window. Cause now people are like doing life and, you know, get, yeah, hit. life gets in the way. Exactly. Hard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you have created some systems. I mean, I know that you, you have like eBooks, you have all kinds of tools <laughs> and tips and yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about, you know, what, what for you, I would like to know when you started to get into the practice of meal prepping and creating 
this, you know, system in your kitchen? What was that like for you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And you know what it is? It's like, we can talk about the complicated stuff all the time, but really the nitty gritty day to day is what gets us. It's like the devil is in the details. And so if we can't make this stuff stick, then we're kind of at a loss. It's like, great. Now I understand what a savory breakfast does. I understand I need to get my blood sugar under control to get my hormones in balance. Great. But how do I make all this stick? So that's a huge component of all the stuff that I put out there and what I do with my clients. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but it's hard for me to get breakfast on the table. Yeah. But it's hard for me to get a 30 minute meal for dinner together on the table. And it's like, okay, let's figure that out because that cannot be your undoing, right? Like it can. Um, so I love that you bring that up about you know, life just gets in the way. And even though we had like amazing intentions for our resolutions or just when we're like, I got to turn things around. My health is declining. It's like, we have the motivation. Um, it's just the key to stay consistent is absolutely little tips and tricks. So yeah, let me share some with you. So especially for something that I've found helpful and that I find helpful with my clients. Um, first of all, like keep it simple for sure. Um, but also like the freezer is your friend. Because I think a big component, especially like if you live in an apartment or if you're always on the go, you're working, like you don't always know your schedule to be able to do this like beautiful Instagram bento box, like (laughs) meal prep. I don't really do that most of the time, honestly. You're not going to really find that on my page. Like every once in a while, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to do a three hour meal prep. But it's it's pretty rare for the most part. I keep it pretty small. I just prep the things I know I'm not going to have time to cook. Like, you know, maybe a hash I'll make or um, boiled eggs or something like that, just so that they're in the fridge and ready to go. And that's just smart. So it's like, grab it and go. But otherwise, it's like, I'll have a really clutch freezer, a really clutch pantry so that there are things that are just ready to be made. So like frozen spinach, frozen vegetables, cauliflower rice, um, the frozen ground meats or little burgers, or, you know, especially like in the patties, a lot of that stuff, guys, you can just throw on the stove or throw in the oven. You don't even need to defrost it or for the stuff that is like bigger and it's going to take a minute um, defrost it in the morning before you leave. So, but a lot of things that are like thinly cut or anything like that, shrimp, uh, scallops, like all those things, very, very easy to just toss on. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And then I always have a lot of salad greens in the fridge. That's a huge, that's just easy. Like, yeah, you prep, if you want to prep some protein, Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get like a rotisserie chicken, like at Whole Foods, uh, over the weekend or something, and then have that ready to go. So you can throw it over greens with a delicious, you know, um, salad dressing and some avocado and maybe some vegetables if you want to throw in there. It's just very easy to coordinate a nice meal on the fly. Um, I think another blocker with meal prep is people don't love, some people don't love leftovers or Mm -hmm. they're like, I don't know what I'm going to want to eat on Thursday. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. And, um, like my husband is like that. So even if I make all this stuff by like Wednesday, he's like, I don't want this anymore. Like, (laughs) he's like, I'm done. (laughs) It's over. Yeah. So it doesn't like always work for us. So I think don't get stuck in that mentality that it has to be a big four hour production meal prep. Exactly. If that's you amazing, wonderful. But if it's not, just don't feel bad and don't let that be a blocker to you. Just leverage that freezer, um, leverage salad greens, ready to go leverage some quick things that are already done for you. Like the rotisserie chicken, like quickly boiling, like your six minute eggs, things like that. So it's ready. Um, so it's really just about being savvy in that way. Yeah. Um, and then with the pantry, like having really good sauces that you like, I love thrive market. They have mm-hmm. everything like paleo, keto, AI. Yeah. Yes. The primal kitchen stuff. So they have everything you would need by diet. Um, you could do auto ship. Like it's just, it's very, very convenient. So when we're talking about hacks and just like stuff you don't have to think about, that's really easy. And then I would also say, um, grocery shopping online is pretty widely available now. So mm-hmm. even if like there's Amazon Fresh, yeah. uh, there's Whole Foods, like two-hour delivery. And then depending on where you live, if that's not available, Instacart, um, if you have like a, what is it? A stop and shop. I think they have like their little thing called Peapod. You know, a bunch of places will have their own delivery services. So you can tune into that 
shop online, save money. I always save money when yeah. I shop online. Um, and those are just like a lot of I mean, those are great regularly. Yeah, those are great. Those are solid. I mean, we, I do the same thing. My freezer is my friend. I've got frozen bison in there. I've got frozen wild salmon um, burgers from vital choice. That's where I I love it. Same. I love so much. And, you know, and then I've also found that, I mean, I think in general, people tend to eat a lot of the same things over and over again. Mm -hmm. Right now it doesn't matter if it's clean, healthy or not clean or healthy. We're all doing it. We're, we're yeah. rotating the same food. So I have found that, uh, cause I'm a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. I, I need to hack cause I'm that woman who's like, don't know. I can get a call and I got to be in Italy tomorrow for work. And totally. So I can't have all kinds of super fresh food in the fridge, although I and then do it's going to waste and then you feel bad. Yeah. Right. So I got the cauliflower rice, I got, but I got Brussels sprouts in the fridge. i always have my six minute eggs that I'm obsessed with, you know, um, and our organic girl is a brand that I love because they make, wow. you know, I mean, I wish it wasn't so much plastic, but just, but to be honest, it's just easy to grab this clean 100%. organic salad and then mix it. And then the other part, yeah, is and I feel like these are like the accessories to the outfit, right? Mm-hmm. It's your spices, You're, you oh, know. Yes, right. And you, you just use them in different ways. But I feel like the lemon pepper, the garlic pepper, the turmeric. I mean, and these are yes. anti-inflammatory. I mean, these are really healthy things that you want to be incorporating in your diet, anyways, right? A hundred percent. I love that you brought that up. That's part of the like clutch pantry. I, if you saw my spices, like I want to see yours because I already. <laughs> feel like I'm your people because I have all those, but I have this like huge drawer. And every time I pull it out, everyone's like, Oh my God. Like, it's just like, it's like very organized and labeled. And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. that person. Like I'm the Monica of spices right oh now. Oh my God. I love that. That's yeah. Amazing. It's amazing because that is absolutely like a necessity. And every once in a while I'll get someone in like a new, in one of my nutrition program groups or like emailing me and they're like, what spices do I use? And I'm like, no, what? You don't, <laughs> you sweetheart. Like you you haven't grown up like seasoning everything. Um, oh but God. some people haven't. So yeah, like tune into that. I love simply organics. Mm-hmm. Um, balanced bites has really delicious. They have like everything bagel seasoning and ranch and just like fun yeah, uh, yeah, like blends that you can do. So I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah, because when you put the spices and you know the avocado oil, and you now you you've chopped up some Brussels sprouts and but you've dressed that together. I mean, how does that not taste good? And the and the thing is that doesn't take a long time. I mean, whether you're putting it in the oven or putting it, I put it honestly on the frying pan and you know yeah. just and just um hair flip and just cover it, you know, <laughs> yeah. wild jungle hair over here. Um, but it's so, it's so good. Just tr- driving home the point that, you know, there are, there are so many ways to simplify. And I think that this goes back to the beginning of the talk where it really, you know, this is a piece of mindset too. You have to have the mindset, right. That's going to want to the fun, like joyful mindset of like, Oh my God, I love my spices. I'm going to try a different spice on this. I think you were also circling back to saying like everyone kind of leans on similar foods mm-hmm. and something that I love spices for is like, okay, you might have bison most mornings, but maybe sometimes it's turmeric bison. Maybe next time it's garlic, like spices can change things up. So when people are like, I'm bored of the same stuff and it's like, okay, well maybe you legitimately do need to try some new foods, yeah. but leverage, you know, the sauces, the spices, all that other stuff to make it unique and different. Anyway, oh, go on. like totally. No, no totally. I mean, it's the accessories, right? It's like some yes. days you want long earrings, some days you want the hoops, whatever, yeah. like just mix it up. But yeah, no, I love that. I think that's a valuable piece because I think that it can be very overwhelming oftentimes. And so, you know, the goal with this exchange and, um, around this topic is, to really just throw things out that, you know, could be very helpful and supportive to simplify. And like you said, and this is again, like to really give props to you to make it fun. And I think that's a great segue into something that I really want to talk to you about because, you know, the emotions around your food are are really, really important, right? I I really believe that. I mean, if food is an emotional thing, so you know, if you're not having fun, if it's stressful, I mean, that right there is going to fuck up your digestive system uh, amongst other things. hundred percent, hundred percent. And so you, I know that you're really big into mindful eating and yeah. I really want to talk about this with you because 
it really touches my heart. Um, it is certainly how I function. And I, 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 de- I do want to share that with you as well. But I would love for you first to just explain like, what is mindful eating to you? Um, and then why is this so important from your perspective? Yeah. Oh, like I, I think I came to mindful meeting, mindful eating a couple of ways. So when I was doing a lot of that mindset work and the journaling and all this other stuff, I had been through so many healing diets that it was starting to mess with me a little. I had already had my food blog for years. Like I think I started Food by Mars, uh, 2014. Wow. Um, so it's been a while and I love cooking and I've always loved sharing my different recipes and you know, whether it was gluten-free or paleo or just like whatever I was doing. Um, and I found more like anti-inflammatory AIP autoimmune protocol, uh, diets, which were very healing for me. Very, very good. But sometimes we can use diets, like overuse them and Mm -hmm. abuse them a bit because it's very easy to right? it's in our face all the time. Everyone's talking about the latest diet that they're on. Uh, there's a new diet every minute. And it's physical, like it's in front of you. You can control what's on your plate. It's very tempting to abuse that, I think, to just go head on and you hear all these claims like it's going to do this, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to feel amazing. Um, And it is a powerful tool. But to your point about food also being emotional. So food is medicine, but food is also emotional. And that's what I'm always saying. So it's like respect both sides of it and Mm -hmm. recognize if you need to put a tool down, you know, like Mm -hmm. we have a lot of tools in the toolkit for healing and thriving and, you know, living this energetic, you know, life so that we can show up. Um, But recognize when maybe I'm overusing the hammer a little and now I'm going to break something. You know what I mean? Like you just, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, When you got to chill out a bit. A hundred percent. And I'll, I, I always liken diets to tools too, because it's literally like you wouldn't use a hammer for something you need a wrench for. And that's where I say to people, sweetheart, you're eating well, (laughs) you're eating very well. Good for you. And that's not it anymore. It's the, it's the mind stuff. It's the emotional stuff. It's the stuff you don't want to look at. And sometimes we're not ready to hear that. And that's okay. Like when you are, you come back to it. Um, but just recognize when you've done that work and it's time to move on. So I was feeling that in myself. I was like, okay, I've done a lot of eliminations. And it was to the point that anytime a flare up would happen, or um, I just wasn't feeling my best, or I was frustrated about like, and anything with my health, I'd be like, oh, I bet it was the eggs. I bet it was the almonds. I bet it was the coconut. Like it was getting to a point where I'm like, okay, stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, stop. that's, that's a lot of stress. Yes. And, and that stress in itself is like way worse than any, any trigger foods or anything else. Um, so I had to check myself and I realized, okay, you need time, time to do the the mindset work. And I came to mindful eating because I was exploring like the intuitive eating and just all these different types of eating and exploring how food was more emotional. Um, and you know, I started reading different books and it blew me away. Just thinking about how, wow, I'm, I'm not present not so mm-hmm. present when I eat. Like, yeah, I am, but I'm rushed. Mm-hmm. I'm rushing in between meetings or I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat next or like, did I prep that? Or like, you know, it was, it was becoming very stressful. And I realized that the components of mindful eating were exactly what I needed to support better digestion and get my uh, relationship with food back on track because it was always a good one. I just felt like I was deterring from it with all the healing diets that I was doing. So, um, the basic components of mindful eating is that you're present. It's mindfulness, right? So you're sitting down, you're chewing very well, you're breathing, you're acknowledging that you're eating because the, the, the basic component about digestion and setting yourself up for healthy digestion is knowing one thing. It begins in your brain. It doesn't begin in your mouth. It doesn't begin in your stomach. It begins in your brain. And so if you're not even paying attention to the fact that you're eating, you're like watching Netflix and like shoveling food in your mouth or you're driving and shoveling food in your mouth, your brain has not even processed that you're eating. So how can it kick off the whole domino effect that is our digestive process. It's a long process with a lot of different things involved. (laughs) And when you got it wrong on step one, I mean, yeah, you're going to be bloated. Yeah, you're going to be irregular. You know, you're not going to feel good. So it really 
is just, it's, it's the best for digestion and for just, oh, wow, I'm eating. Oh, beautiful colors, beautiful textures. It smells delicious. Like just tuning in and enjoying that. So I actually, I'm, I'm giving you the link, but I have a five day mindful eating challenge and it seems easy, but it's, pretty challenging. It's like, it's pretty I challenging. I love too. that. Yes. Link is definitely in the show notes and I'm going to help promote that because I, I love this so much. I, um, I'm certainly a mindful eater so much to the fact that like, so my dinners are, they're very ceremonious, right? And everyone's life is going to be different, but I'm just going to share because people get curious about I love it. it. So for me, it's, it's so much more than just wanting proper digestion and wanting, you know, all the health benefits, but it's literally reverence for the fact that I get to eat, I get to eat this really yummy nutrient dense food, because by the way, it's actually a privilege to eat. And we are so far away from that concept because we have not food, but we have calories available to us 24, seven, 365, right? Cause there's more fake food in reality, Absolutely. and especially in North America than real food. So having that mindset where it's like, this is a gift and I, and I have so much reverence for my food. I mean, I eat animals. So I always specifically with dinner, not just, and again, I eat like twice a day. So, but even in the morning, you know, it's like, I want to taste my food and I cook my food, you know, rare is the moment that I go out. I mean, it happens for sure. Cause yeah. there are places I love and of course, and, and you should, yeah. yeah, for sure. But I genuinely you're love connected to it when you cook too. You're even more connected. Um, yes. I love it. Um, I love like the process and then I love sitting down and I always, I love to eat in bowls. So I have like, like me too. Like, Plate bowls, like plate bowls are the best. I can't even yes. imagine eating on a best plate anymore. Ever, right? Like, like, I don't remember last time. I mean, maybe when I'm out, you know, I'll like, oh, but even then, because a lot of times I shuffle and like, can I get do this and decide of that? And I'll be like, can you bring me a bowl? <laughs> you don't just throw all of that in a bowl. Yes, it's so much easier. But it I literally is. have, um, I literally have a conversation with my food before I eat it. And, you know, it's just, again, it's this, it's this respect, it's this love, it's this appreciation. It's this, it is connection because at the end of the day, there is no separation between us and the plant and the animal and the thing. We are all nature. We are all connected. So I really do believe, you know, there was a study you, I'm sure you've heard about it before, but like the, you know, the conversations that when you spoke to the water this way, what happened to the molecules of the water? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like right. And so, you know, we're mostly made of water. Food is too, whatever. And you know, this sounds very deep, but to be honest, I don't think it's deep. I just think it's respect, you know, it's respect for, for the, you know, the, for the feast and for ourselves. So I love, 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 love that you have created this challenge and that this is something that you promote. I mean, you have a, you have an actual um, ebook, like mindful eats, right? Is that what it's called? I mindful. do. I have, um, so it's a six week meal plan. It's called mindful meals. And yeah, yeah. so it's all anti-inflammatory paleo mm-hmm. uh, style recipes. Um, and that includes AIP friendly type recipes. If you are following that uh, and each week you get a mindful eating practice to focus on. And so people will tell me like after week one, like I'm not bloated anymore. I'm always bloated. I always look pregnant by the end of the day. And people just remark like, wow, like just slowing down and chewing and breathing is very, very powerful. And it's nice to just get one a week because it's not the way we're brought up to eat. We're always rushing. We're like you said, it's like, we're surrounded by these calories, by these things, packaged foods, you know, in, in the airport, it's like, everyone's just like snack, snack, snack. Um, yeah. so it's just a very weird thing. So the way you do it with that ceremonious attitude and just being so grateful and thinking about where your food came from, that is so beautiful. That's thank you. like, that's goals. You know what I mean? That, that's <laughs> goals for mindful eating. That's where you want to get to because that's what grounds you and puts things in perspective. Because I think when it's like, I'm on a diet, I'm not on a diet. I'm, you know, you're like kind of <laughs> going in all these different directions. Like you said, it's like, it's a privilege just to have food on our plates or really in, in front of us, you know, <laughs> it's like, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful that I don't even have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. I have it. I'm just worrying about if there's literally protein in it or, you know what, like stop, you know? So I love that you just put it in perspective and 
can be Thank present. you. Well, I think it's a love affair mutually because I, I don't, I, to be honest, I mean, I hear a lot of diet talks and all the plans and all the things, but I don't really hear the mindful part so much. So I love that you are this, you know, you are this inspiring voice in this Thank space. You. Absolutely. Um, because it's such a huge, it's such a huge piece of, you know, it's like, look, when you go to the gym and when I go to the gym, I go to lift weights. I'm going to go lift heavy weights. I don't just go pick up my 185 and start getting after it. Like, are you kidding me? That is a disaster waiting to happen. I literally like, I'll just move my body and just start feeling and priming. It's called priming the body, right? And like, so I'm letting my body, I'm communicating with my body and I'm saying like, okay, ready? We got to work now. And then I start yeah. thinking about specific muscle groups and specific areas. And, and what am I really doing? Yes. On the one hand, I am priming my muscles activating them, sending the signal to say it is time to work. But when you look at this overarching concept here, whether it's in the gym, like I'm mentioning, or where we just were, what are we really doing, man? We are being more self-aware and self-connected. Self-connection. This is a huge piece to how you're going to be able to love yourself more, right? So I, again, like this is, yeah, I'm excited to share this um, five-day challenge with our episode and we get as many people as possible, you know, in, in, in action with it. So, um, yes, I love that so much. So wait, I, I have a question uh, that I love to ask my guests. If you had a magic wand, I know you do girl in that, in that clutch, in that clutch pantry somewhere in there, you got, you got an ex- <laughs> in my spice ex- drawer. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Alice's magic wand. If you can take that clutch magic wand and, you know, basically give the masses a healthy habit and it could be anything, whether it's, you know, anything, it doesn't have to be food related. Um, just kind of like a lifestyle, healthy habit that has the the deepest, largest ripple effect, positive ripple effect, what would that be? That's such a good question. So many things are going through my mind right now. I think, um, I think that mindfulness piece, I got to go with it because I think it's what's missing in the world today. Like you said, everything is information. We have so much information. We have all the nutrition stuff. We you know, can go to Whole Foods or whatever and pick out all these things and we're getting more in tune with that. And that's beautiful. But something that I still feel like is missing because it is such a daily practice is that mindfulness. So between the mindful eating and maybe just like waking up and doing that gratitude journal and breathing, I think that's huge. I think, I think that's, that's really beautiful. Good. I think that's like a sound toolkit right there yeah. and, and not, and not difficult, you know, but absolutely has a positive yeah. impactful. It's like, it seems so simple, but it's like, mm-hmm. just dare yourself to try a little bit every day and fit it in and you will see how impactful it can be. Yeah. I think a lot of times people think it has to be this whole big thing to have this big totally. result. And it's, I I say it all the time in the podcast, you guys, inches make the mile. So you cannot, right. But it's it's true. And it's like, you can't underestimate these little daily habits and daily movements and daily actions Mm -hmm. that are, that are making the macro, right. They're making the big picture. So I I love that. That's, um, you just dusted everyone with (laughs) (laughs) the magic one. A hundred percent. I love it. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, emotional eating because mm-hmm. I think that this is a big, important part of the conversation as well. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to kick it off with like, you know, I don't do desserts. I don't like, I, I grew up eating all that, Allison. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 41. I'll be 42 in a couple of months, which is gnarly. It's like, oh not God, gnarly in the bed. It's crazy. Like, oh my God. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, it's I know. It's so crazy. Cause I know I feel, and you know, like I'm kicking ass on all cylinders, um, yeah. way more than, you know, in my twenties or my thirties. So anyways, um, I'm just not driven to those things because I actually, you know how I frame it and I don't know if it's scientifically correct, but I lit, I literally feel, um, I, I don't feel like my microbiome mm-hmm. craves that stuff. Right. So yeah. like, I don't go there. However, Hugh kitchen cashew. <laughs> <laughs> However, there's this thing. <laughs> Everyone's got something girl. Everyone's got something. <laughs> Those huge kitchen chocolate cashews. Have you had them? 
Wait, is it the the chocolate bar with the cashew butter in it? Well, that too. But no, they have like the chocolate covered cashews. And Hugh oh, obviously is in New I've York. Ever, oh my I god! I tried those. Don't Are tell you? me about them. Oh my god! Because <laughs> so I'm good. I'm I'm a chocoholic. Like I'm with you. That's my thing. Uh, too. Well, Hugh Kitchen. I mean, it's about to become an ad, but it's like clean, pure, dark. Yeah. Like I know it's it's just like luxury so, like it's just so good yeah <laughs> so good without any garbage but so you know I just I'm using this as an example because there are times where I'm like ah, I'm craving it and I'm like and I check myself so I pause right and I'm like is this like a real no I just want some chocolate right now mm-hmm. or is this I'm thirsty yeah or is this I need some oxytocin. Yeah. I need some serotonin. Absolutely. Maybe I've had a hard day and I just want like something. A hug to- or yeah. yeah a hug. Sometimes like for me, it's like, I need a freaking hug. A hundred percent. No, because truly I'll, I'll bypass that. I'll put a little stevia yeah. in my little like mushroom tea drink, drink yeah. that. I'll go play with my little nephew, my little baby nephew. And oh. I'm like, I'm good. But yes. You know, why I want to point this out, because I know that this is a big piece to, you know, your business, your practice with your clients and, and, and you have so much knowledge in the space where it's like most people don't pause, like I just mentioned and stop to think about this and emotional eating is such a big, it's an issue. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think there's a thing to be said about what you just said, like pausing to think just like, okay, well, what is this? Like, is this valid? You know, do I, how do I want to sort of act on it? All that other stuff. So I think it's important to think to yourself, is it something else? Because you could eat the thing and then you still don't feel good because that's not really what you wanted. So I think it's important to evaluate it. Um, and then I think it's also really important. I spoke about this on Instagram recently. to like, okay, so if, so let's say you do indulge, mm-hmm. let it go. Like, do not start that shame spiral because a very common thing that will happen is like someone will come to me and be like, well, I ate a whole like thing of almond butter because I was like trying not to do sugar and then I did that and now I feel terrible and, you know, I I woke up the next day saying, oh, I'm going to like not eat or, you know, it it kicks off this crazy downward spiral and you just, now you've ruined days when you could have just chilled out, paused, let it go and move on from it. Um, so I would say like when we are practicing the mindful eating and we are more in tune with our bodies, like the way you just said, where you're asking yourself, okay, is this what I really need? Cool. I do want it. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. And you know, or I need a baby a snuggle or what, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> which is very powerful. Or just a glass of water. Oh yeah. Oh, a lot of times it's just like dehydration. Yeah. Um, just checking, checking in with yourself is an amazing first step to do because you might just forget about it and be like, Oh yeah, that's not what I needed and saved yourself or minimized, you know, maybe it's just a little bit and that's perfect. Now you're satisfied. Um, really what I think it is, is just answering the call that, that, that you're having emotionally or physically or whatever it is and doing it in a responsible way so that you're not like bombarding your body and you're not now kicking off this whole shame spiral. Um, I love that. Yeah. And I think there's so much on social media between it's like um, the emotional eating, the intuitive eating, like all these different things and all these different opinions on it. And and the bottom line is, you know, you feel well when you nourish yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's different ways of nourishing ourselves and just be in tune with it. That's all like exactly what you said. No, totally. I think one piece is probably useful to throw in is that, you know, if you haven't slept well, you mm. can guarantee that you're going to be hungrier you're and your sugar cravings too. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and, and most people are walking around not getting quality sleep and yes. quality, meaning deep REM, the whole thing. Yes. Um, but they don't know that part. Right. So it's like now they're just, and I love the, I love the piece and I need to, you know, just kind of expand that a little bit more. The piece about the, the, the shame that you mentioned. Yes. Cause I cannot tell you how many times, you know, people love to talk to me about their diet, their fitness or health. Cause mm-hmm. obviously, and that is the, that's the nail in the coffin. It's when they start to feel like, Oh, I was doing so good. I was doing this and I was doing that. And then all of a sudden, and then I just, you know, cause they feel and they throw in the towel. Yeah. They throw in the towel and it's like, hold on. You could chill out and start sure. tomorrow. Like we're all right here. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know what I always say? You should use this on your client. I'm always like, if you dropped your cell phone, would you stomp on it too? 
or would you just pick it up? Because that's what people do. It's like, I ate a whole tray of brownies. So then I just also did this and did this and the did. And it's like, what is this like thing that we do when it's like, well, I messed up once and I'm going to mess up even more, you know? It's like, like uh, that's so br- that is brilliant. And I will it's, absolutely use that. I think when you, just- you think about it that way, it's like, Oh yeah, that is like silly. Why do I do that? And and it goes back to that yo-yo dieting mentality. It goes back to there's a biological piece of it. It's not just like willpower or whatever else. There's a biological piece to it that if you were really restricting yourself and you weren't just making choices with joy like we're talking about and making choices like, hey, is this worth it? Is this what I want my body to feel like after? Am I in tune with my body to know what I'm going to feel like if I eat that thing? Um, when we're instead making that decision like, well, my trainer told me not to eat that. Well, that's bad. When that's why we're doing it, or we're doing it for a very specific, like, I just want to look good in a bikini, or I just want to do this. And it's like, that's fine. But like, if that's your in, your entire it, like that's your driver, it's not going to stick. And you will likely have that on again, off again, bandwagon type feeling. And that's what you don't want. When you want to make this more of a lifestyle, you really, you want your head and your heart in the game and you want to feel like, Hey, I'm just living. I'm just making decisions. This doesn't have to be trendy. This doesn't have to be that. So that mentality is tricky and it's like a little pitfall we can get into. So I think going back to, like you said, like chill out, let's be present. Let's like you, tomorrow's a new day. Like, just don't do that to yourself. It's not a fun, not a fun ride. And, and I think that your body is also like, it's that diet mentality and that primal brain that kicks in when it's like, Oh my God, she hasn't eaten this in so long. Like let's fill up on it. You know, it's like, I'm I'm not allowed to have this and I'm not going to be able to have it again. So let me just eat the whole thing. And it's like, no, 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 allow yourself to allow yourself to make the decision, you know, what's going to happen if I eat that? Is it worth it? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to have a little bit versus I'm going to eat the whole tray and now I feel terrible. So yeah, it's, it's a very much of a moderation. I love that. I love what you just pointed out too. Cause I think, you know, it's like having a strong why and you know, it's funny when I look at food, I mean, there's not one thing that let me frame it like this. I eat absolutely everything that I want. Do I manage portions at times? Like, do I sometimes like, yo, relax, like on those cashews right now? <laughs> like, yes. Because you, yes. like, yeah. you know, you're like, that's a real thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't earn it yet. Like, that's just how I feel, you know? Yes. So, you know, everybody has a different mindset around this, but, you know, but for the most part, my point is, is that like, there is nothing, I don't want a lot of things that maybe a lot of people might want, but that is because, the food that I eat is so yummy to me and it's so giving my body what it needs yes. that there is no deprivation. There's literally, it's only desire. That's the key. Deprivation right there. Yep. That's right? the key. If you're feeling deprived on some level, because some nutritionist or some trainer or some Instagram influencer told you don't eat that, you're now deprived. Right. And so it's only a matter of time. It's going to slap back at you on a stressful day or whatever. So this is why, like to your point, there's the mindset. It just ties. I always say it's the glue. You know, I can teach you all the things. I can talk to you about start savory. I, I can tell you about the anti-inflammatory, this and that, and the tricks and the freezers and all this other stuff. But if you're not loving it, if you're not feeling like, Hey, I'm nourishing my body. I'm loving the tastes. I'm all this other stuff and whatever. You don't need to be like, Martha Stewart about it. I'm not saying it has to be that you're like so in love with food, um, but just at least loving that you're nourishing yourself or, or loving the practice or just something, something joyful, you know, that you can bring to it. Um, when we're operating from deprivation, it's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be good. I love that so much. <laughs> you don't have to be, cause some people are like, yeah, but I just don't love food that much. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's fair. And like, not everyone needs to love it. I guess. But I, I wonder, I would argue almost, and you yeah. know, it may very well be the case, but I'm like, well, are you really eating food? Or are you eating, it's true. you know, like real food? And, you know, cause I, it's like, what? This is like, I know for me, it's hard to understand. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, I want the pretty bowl. I want the delicious vegetables. Like I want, I want it to be a thing and I want it to feel good. I'm so with you, but I, I have known some people that it's a little bit more mechanical. It's like, yeah, whatever I eat 
yeah. to stay nur- and it's like cool you know I'm not gonna yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. that is nope, that's sure. you yeah but it's like I happen to like freaking love it and think it's beautiful and oh you know, yeah it's like completely cook. romantic it's totally 100 percent 100 percent we need to go out to like a restaurant I will I'll we'll get be dinner in right now yeah, I'm so I'll be there in a, in a couple weeks. Oh, amazing! Um, okay, we gotta we gotta set it up. We gotta plan it. I want to ask you, um, you know, what is what's your favorite part about what you do? You know, you help women. Your focus is really, uh, or like a lot of your clients are mostly women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you you know you help them obviously with the mindset about the diet, digestion, healing hormones, autoimmune issues, like just creating a, a lifestyle, uh, yeah. with this kind of healthy nutrition. What, what's your favorite part about it? I think when someone says to me like that, they don't feel they have to quote unquote diet again, that they're just in tune with their body and know how to nourish it. Like that is my goal. You know, it's not about what diet, what this, what that, like those are tools once again, like that we use, we can recruit, we can figure out using this template. It's a ultimately about you learning to tune into your body, give it what it needs and find joy in nourishing yourself so that you don't constantly need something. You don't constantly need a a program, a diet, a this, a that. You just are answering the call of your body because as you know, things change, you know, throughout our lives, whether we're stressed, whether um, we move to a different area. We're working a night shift, a day shift. Like things will change always in our lives. And if we have that one tool, like I know how to listen to my body, um, you're set up. So that's my favorite part. That's beautiful. I love that. And I'm so with you on that. That is, it's a very empowering tool to have uh, a very deeply rooted, connected uh, connection with your body, with yourself. I mean, you're in you until you're over. It's like you want to have a sound relationship and connection. Okay. So, so another thing I love to do with my guests Mm -hmm. is um, I have some rapid fire words. So like, oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, (laughs) you know, core values and tangibles, fun stuff. You could just, you know, whatever comes top of mind or top of heart. Okay. Um, When you hear them, I'm going to ask you, but before I ask you, or before I start shooting these words at you, (laughs) um, is there anything that you want to speak to that you want to share that maybe you don't, you know, get asked about often or have not yet? No, I think okay. we, we've covered so much ground. So I feel really good about it. Okay, perfect. I just love asking it because you never know. And you're like, actually, I want to talk about like this, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, yes. I just want to keep talking to you. So I love it. You are you are such a wealth of knowledge, joy, and beautiful energy. Oh, so are you. Thank you. Thank you, Mama. All right. Are you ready? Okay, I'm no, ready. No competition. Here we go. <laughs> love. Oh my God. Life. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Literally. Confidence. Woman. Challenge. Keep going. That's two words. That's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one word. It's just more of like what you, what it means to you, what it feels like, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Like keep going. Yeah. I love it. Fear. Love. Interesting. I think because fear is always tripping us up and I choose love over fear. So I have fear, but I choose love. I love that. I love that. Courage. (laughs) I literally thought of the lion from Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) That's so brilliant. So that's, that's all I got on that one. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, I am always posting about like lioness, lion, and oh, yes. oh, amazing, perfect. Yes, I love it. That guy was so amazing. Um, okay, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, like striving, I think striving for excellence. Right, we're always trying to be better. Oh, yeah. I would think, yeah. Oh yeah, that's black butt beauty. Is like turning your best and better every single day. It's like Hells yeah, excellence is fast. I'm just trying to keep up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Last word is resilience. Grit. I love that. Grit is such grit. a good word too. Uh, yeah, I love that word. I uh 
I think I learned about it in some mindset, growth mindset mm-hmm. book, just like about Kara. like having that grit, you know what I mean? Having that grit. And I think, yeah, that that's really amazing. It's such an important, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very important core value, mm-hmm. um, intangible, I think to be operating yeah. life from, right. You're like a mommy of a little cute baby that I can hear in the background. And I love yeah. it. I'm going to let you get back to now, <laughs> but like, just to be able, I mean, honestly, mama, I want to honor you and appreciate you because you know, you're, you're, you're such a contributor again, like props to our girl, Gabrielle, because yes. oh, I get chills, you know, to connect us and you know, she knows just, the best people. She awesome. really does. Like she, yeah. it's so, yeah. So, um, I just want to thank you publicly for everything that you're doing, the way you show up in your life, you know, for you, for the world around you and everything that you're offering, um, you know, all of us, cause it's, it's your, you're truly contributing. So thank you. I can't thank you enough for having me on. I'm so, so proud to be on your amazing podcast. And seriously, I feel the same way about you. Like you're just kicking butt and taking names and sharing that with everybody and making them feel like they can do it too. So I, I just love it. It was wonderful to chat with you. Thank you so much, girl. All right. So everything, so Instagram, I feel like, is that where you're the most active on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come follow me, DM me, whatever you want. I'm, I'm on there every day. Food by <laughs> Mars. I'll have all of it in the show notes. We'll have the five day yeah. challenge. And then also come March, which is right around the corner. Yeah. What are you doing in March? What are we doing? Oh. Uh, so I'm doing a small private group coaching for women and it's going to be nutritional therapy, mindset coaching, everything. We're going to be checking in weekly and getting you like a personal roadmap, uh, just with every, like your meal template, supplements, everything that's going to be like the most impactful for you. So I'm really, really excited about that because I think doing that one-on-one and community work is the most powerful way to do this stuff. So I'm excited and I'll be I'm doing that more too. often. So, and yeah. that's online cause you're based in New York, but this is for, yeah, you know, it's all people. remote. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You guys, I mean, get on it. Seriously. Like who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't want to hang out with you? You just make everything fun and just like, you're I'm, so cute. I'm so ready to like go run the beach now. So yeah. <laughs> I'm all elevated and shit. So. I love it. I love it. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much. Thank I can't wait you. to do it again with you and to meet you in yes. real life in New York very soon. Oh, absolutely girl. All right. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. Me too. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.